Good morning, it's the Snake River Lib. Um, welcome to the podcast today. I uh, have a few things going on. We'll see if we end up talking about the, uh, well, I guess there's no impeachment news right now except for Nancy Pelosi over the weekend in serious denial saying that the president was not acquitted uh, because there was no trial. She is wrong. There was a trial. He was acquitted. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court said so. Um, after a vote, and so that's that. The Democrats would have more credibility, by the way, had their um, caucus, the Democrats in the Senate, um, walked out rather than vote. Um, but their voting to convict indicated that, yes, indeed, there was a trial. Um, there was not even a majority on either article of impeachment to convict um, it came, cl- well, no, it didn't come close. Uh, majority vote uh, to acquit in both of them, let alone the two-thirds required. Uh, so that's impeachment. I mean, the Democrats, if they want to roll the dice again, um, you know, there are people that are talking about it. I think Nancy Pelosi would just as soon have the last year back um, that they've wasted on that. So um, where do we begin? Let's talk about the election, okay, shall we? Um, let's start off talking about Michael Bloomberg. And there's uh, some interesting things that I've been thinking about Michael Bloomberg that I really haven't heard anything about. So I just wanted to throw them out at you. If you'll remember back in 2010, um, Supreme Court handed down the Citizens United uh, case, which allowed for labor unions and nonprofits to um, uh, fund campaigns, ads, uh outside of or within the uh, window prior to elections. Why do I bring up Citizens United? First of all, Democrats hate that ruling. Um, I'm not sure why, because they uh, are the biggest recipients of money as a result of Citizens United, but they hate it. But here's the thing. They hate Michael Bloomberg, and they hate the fact that he is self-funding his own campaign. He's not asking... I suspect that he's getting outside money, but he's not out there holding fundraisers. I mean, he's donated, he's put in like three or four hundred million dollars. And so far, he's really not even campaigned uh, on the ballot in any state as yet. He's put all of his apples uh, onto Super Tuesday uh, coming up in March. But here's the thing had the unconstitutional. uh, bipartisan campaign finance reform, the uh, McCain-Feingold uh, law, had it been upheld, which, by the way, the first time when it was upheld, the Supreme Court said, we know that this is a violation of free speech, but we're upholding it, and we're upholding the law anyway. Uh, so yet, yet none of those justices were impeached. Um, they violated their oath. They admitted they were violating their oath. Um They admitted it in their majority ruling. But I digress. Had Citizens United not happened, and had McCain-Feingold still been the law of the land, oh, and the president, uh, Bush 43, should have been impeached as well for that. Michael Bloomberg could still be doing what he is doing. In fact that's probably what you would see a lot more of that. 
where the only people that could really run a campaign today would be the super rich. The super rich or what we saw in 2016, somebody who can grab a lot of free media attention, uh, uh, a.k.a. uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump was outspent two to one, both in the hard money contributions, hard money, which is direct contributions to either his campaign or to the Republican Party, which there are caps on that, how much you can donate, or to soft money to the super PACs, both the hard money and the soft money contributions, Donald Trump was outspent two to one by the Democrats and Hillary Clinton. However, CNN and others in their quest for ratings did a nonstop Donald Trump all the time, uh, which, you know, during the primary I understood because I think that they wanted him on there because they thought that Trump would be easy to beat. But I, when they didn't stop after he secured the nomination, I was really surprised because I think that that had they just dropped uh, Trump from the airwaves, he would have lost. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so so one of two ways because the media would have complete control. Uh, under under the uh, bipartisan campaign finance law, uh, that was most of it was overturned with Citizens uh, Citizens United. Uh, so you'd either have the media controlling the message, or you would have the super rich, which did not need to rely on uh, either campaign contributions, either hard or soft money, to fund their campaign. Uh, speaking of Michael Bloomberg, since we since I've already mentioned him, you know he's running, he's touting his record, he's touting about how he got things done. He got things done by being a racist. He got things done by being a sexist. Can you imagine? Even if you're the most pro-abortion woman out there, and and your boss hears that you're pregnant, and he comes up to you and says, "Go kill it." How does that make you feel? Even if you are the most pro-abortion person, I I think that that kind of goes against the whole choice thing. That's Michael Bloomberg, by the way. Um, When it comes to choice, if you think Trump is a dictator, which he's not, by the way, is obvious by between the courts and uh, and uh, Congress um, blocking his his pathway. He's certainly not a dictator. But Bloomberg, who tried to uh, mandate um, soda size while he was the uh, mayor of New York, um, among other things, you know, Eric Garner, Garner, who was the, the, the person that was killed for selling loose cigarettes by the police, um, why was he doing that? It was because of taxes on cigarettes. Uh, but I digress. But, you know, Bloomberg touted all the stuff that he did. However, all the stuff that he did was because of him being a racist and a sexist. And, of course, this past weekend, uh, footage comes out 
where he's talking about what kind of morons and idiots farmers are. Now, to me, I'll tell you, it takes a special kind of person to be able to understand how to farm when you get less than 2% of your population growing food for the, the 98% or for the 100%, actually. Um, that kind of says a lot about you. It says a lot. Of, I mean, obviously, you've got the equipment, but but to know know uh, your soil, know uh, the the soil content, how much you can put on, how much you can load the irrigation, especially if you're out in western states that have extensive irrigation. I mean, in Idaho, you know, uh, you know the water as far as when you can water, how much you're allowed to water based on the on the on the previous uh, snow season, etc. Uh, trashing farmers. Trashing whites, which Democrats have done that, you know, they talk, they talk about, you know, Joe Biden himself, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but others as well about how stupid Iowa and New Hampshire are. Um, well, guess what? You know, the people that you really need to win to beat Donald Trump, the uh, the working class whites, you, the Democrats just trash them. But hey, who cares? Um uh, Bernie Sanders, just briefly, you know, he's uh, been kind of in a fight with the, the union out there as far as um, uh, out in Nevada, you know, with the caucuses coming up out there because the fight that he's been having out there is because, you know, his Medicare for All um, would take away their health, health plan, and they're not thrilled about it. So they're not endorsing anybody. Uh, but they are pointing out the fact that Bernie Sanders does want to take away their health care plan. And so the Bernie people are not very happy about that all. Just as a reminder uh, regarding Bernie Sanders is that here's a guy who who um, his only jobs have been in government. And while I'm, I'm not going to disparage government workers, okay, um, um, politicians perhaps, uh, but before he was in, in that, he, he, he lived in a commune, and he was kicked out of the commune. Why? Because he was not carrying his fair share. So when people say, well, Bernie doesn't advocate for free stuff, I would, I'm, I, I, have, I would have to say that I disagree with that because of his lifestyle before. He expected the commune to carry him which would indicate to me that he expects everybody else you know, those who can produce to carry those who don't want to produce. I'm just saying. Um, let's see here. What else can we talk about? Um, oh, speaking of New York, um, you know, they, they've instituted this new system where uh, the state, where they no longer have bail. And so you get arrested for a crime. And by the way, we're not just talking about uh, the squeegee people on, on the streets um, or turnstile jumpers. We're talking about people who have committed rapes, people who have robbed banks. Um, no bail. So they're brought in, they're arraigned, and they're released. There was a person on uh, recently that was just bragging that he's been arrested 139 times. But yes, we know that under a system where, where uh, to each according to his need, from each according to his ability, that people will not slack off. Right. They will. Um, 
Yikes, right? Uh, I want to talk a little bit. Uh, I guess I, I do want to digress. I'm kind of all over the place, aren't I, tonight or this morning or whatever. Um, I want to talk about um, uh, what's going on in Congress right now because it really bothers me, and it's not the House of Representatives. While I admire the fact that Senator McConnell, the majority leader, the Republican majority leader, is pushing a lot of judges through, I'm very bothered by the fact that they're sitting on all this legislation that has passed the House. They're giving Democrats excuses for for um, why things are not getting done. Well, the Senate's not moving on it. To me, it would be much better to take some of those ridiculous bills that they've passed, mark them up in committee, have your committee chairman, Senator McConnell, are you listening? Um, have your committee chairman mark them up do amendments. I mean, completely trash out the bill if you want. Say, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous to have 16-year-olds vote. By the way, have you ever wondered what is weird that you think that somebody that's 16 years old is old enough to be able to make a decision on who should run the country, but, but you think that they're too young to smoke and that they're too young to be able to go out and buy a firearm? Of course, by the way, Democrats think that no one should be able to buy a firearm, but that's another issue. Senator McConnell really needs to get those bills moving, needs to get them out there, needs to have hearings both in committee, I mean serious hearings, not just not just make-believe where you have the, the straight committee vote and get it out, but actually do the work. Say, okay, we have this piece of crap bill from the House, what can we do? Is there anything that we can do to make it a viable bill? Amend it, amend the crap out of it. Bring it to the Senate floor, force Democrats to vote on it with the amendments, and then have a conference committee. Do not give the Democrats in the House an excuse for why they've done nothing for the past two years. Allow the American people, Senator McConnell, to see what exactly they've done besides impeachment. Do you want the Republicans to control the House, uh, Mitch? If you do, that's the way to do it. Get some of those crazy bills out there. Get them marked up. Get them in the conference committee. Because I guarantee you that Speaker Pelosi does not want those things to see the light of the day. They weren't passed to become law. They were passed as fantasies. Make their dreams come true. Mitch? Make their dreams come true. Fifteen minutes. Okay. 
I do have. Uh, I do want to go circle back to impeachment. Talk about the abuse of power. Um, several people have given me several examples. Um, pointed out that that uh, the president did indeed abuse his power this time. Um, now, and of course, they're going to point out that I'm going back to the Obama administration, which, by the way, not a smidgen of corruption. But I want to talk about one instance in particular, one single thing. And by the way, this is what got me to to uh, no longer donate money to the Republican Party and to realize that I'm not going to support um, the Republican Party in general, but more likely to to tend towards the libertarian, maybe a conservatarian uh, viewpoint, was um, for the vast majority of President Obama's uh, tenure as president, um, he did nothing on immigration. Um, he 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 uh, he didn't do anything about it. You know, he could have. He had a he had a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate in two thousand nine and two thousand ten. Um, he had a super majority in the House. You know, if he'd wanted real immigration reform, he could have done it. He didn't. But facing a likely, I mean, he already had a, a, a Republican majority in the House, facing a likely Republican majority in the Senate, President Obama did what 27 times or so previously he said he had no legal authority to do. And he crafted... Uh, what became known as DACA, which is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Essentially what it is is this. It's children who came here as minors whose parents were illegal immigrants. They were brought here um, by their parents. Uh, it allowed them to have some semblance of, of uh, well, it allowed them to be eligible to stay and to work and to go to school and that they would not be deported. Remember, the president said for years, I can't do this. I am not a king. I am not an emperor. I cannot do this. And then he did it. The Republicans in 2014 said, if you elect us, we're not going to fund him. And then they didn't do that. Remember, both parties don't really care about immigration because they're not working on it now. President Trump has offered DACA as a as a as a a carrot to Democrats. They don't want it. Republicans know that if they reach out to it, it's their death warrant. Um, so what happens? Nothing happens. Go back and listen to my 17th Amendment for why. Uh, I think that that really is the case. We've got too many laws on the books. Um, talk about an abuse of power. The president said that he couldn't do it, said he couldn't do it, said he couldn't do it. Then he did it. Did the Republican House of Representatives vote impeachment articles? No. No. 
Um, several states filed suit in courts against DACA. Um, I think one of those cases actually is in, before the Supreme Court now. Finally. Um, the House never, the Republicans never even thought of filing an impeachment. And believe me, this is something that they would have, the House would have only had to call one witness. President Obama. President Obama, did you on this date say that you had no authority to do this? President Obama, did you on this date say you had no authority to do this? President Obama, did you on this date say you had no authority to do this? President Obama, having said 20 however many times that you had absolutely no authority to do this, what justification, what authority do you think that you have now that you didn't have then? Do the Republicans do that? No. Because while they disagreed with the policy, an executive order or an ex executive decision like that is something that, that is not to be, that's a policy issue. That's not, a, that's not an impeachable offense. Although, frankly, I guess it could have. It's certainly based on the Democrats' definition of impeachable offense that certainly could have. Talk about, I mean, and this thing makes the Ukraine thing just look just hilarious. DACA does. One last thing, um, if you're not aware, uh, Nash, uh, the Boy Scouts of America, the BSA, has uh, f announced that they're filing Chapter 11. Uh, the reason is that they're getting, is that they are separating uh, setting up up a fund to deal with lawsuits regarding um, uh, sexual acts by leaders uh, on boys in the past. Most of these are are were outside of the statute of limitations uh, when they came forward. However, many states have changed their laws regarding statute of limitations. And so now these cases have become viable again, and the Boy Scouts of America wanting to get a clean break from that. They're going to set up a fund in this Chapter 11, but they're going to, they're going to have a clean break from that, uh, set up a fund so that they're not going to be continually harassed in their uh, new form, uh, in their new group. So they, filed, they are announced that they are filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy, uh, they will continue as normal. Um, they did put a youth uh, youth protection program in place uh, over 30 years ago. Um, it was a great start. I believe that uh, um, two years ago that the enhanced youth protection, much more robust, much better. They are act. They are aggressively trying to make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen again. It's not foolproof. But they are aggressively trying to protect the young men and young women that are participating in BSA programs. So good luck, BSA. I still support you. I'll be out of camp next year. I'm looking for uh, out of camp this year. I'm looking forward to that. Come by to see me up in St. Joe.
I'm out at Camp Geiger. I'll be there. This is Snake River Lib. Remember, um, taxation to take from one to give to another is theft. And the government does way too much.